Welcome to Brothers and Bound. Limitless Conversations, the perspective of men from diverse ethnic backgrounds, the podcast that dares to delve into those experiences, stories, and perspectives authentically. Brothers Unbound. Brothers Unbound. Um, so on today's podcast, we're really just going to go over like introduction of ourselves and um, get an understanding of like why we're here. Uh, we've all been friends since middle school, grammar school, uh, 20 something years of friendship, 20, 30. Yeah, you got to think about it. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I can't even count anymore, but like 25 it's, years of friendship. It's good. Probably like 25. Yeah. And 25. Um, we've you name the type of conversation we probably had it as friends over the years growing together um different relationships fatherhood etc um uh professional conversations uh regarding our careers so we just wanted to really share with everyone share our experiences um and hope that um our experiences can help other people um or other people can chime in if they ever want to join our podcast one day so I guess right now, right, fellas, just take that time to um, give kind of introduction of yourself, background, who you are, and, mm-hmm. and how you want to start out. Um, I guess I'll go. I'm Andre. Um, I'm a project manager for a construction management group. I've been there five years. Prior to that, I worked with uh, another company doing um, some programming for uh, HVAC systems. Um, and for me to get to where I got to was was not streamlined whatsoever just because of people that I work with all have whether it be construction management degrees engineering degrees and myself I, I don't have that background but um so yeah that's just a, l- a little bit about myself yeah I'm Eric um, I'm an occupational therapist as my full-time job I'm really I'd say my passion lies between Again, the human body, mobility, movement, staying healthy, um, the longevity of life. And there's particular reasons for that, and we'll dive into it, I'm sure, throughout the podcast. Um, But right now, I'm a rehab um, supervisor for Department of Developmental Services for the state of Connecticut. So just covering uh, the entire state of Connecticut, rehab therapists that go into group homes. but yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. I mean I've gone, th- I've got my bachelor's degree, I've got my master's degree, a um, bunch of certifications regarding the whole training aspect um, that I'm that I do, and into holistic nutrition. Holistic nutrition <clears throat> again, just eating right. Just yeah, I think it's more so. I guess when I think about it, it's more so trying to live as long as possible. Mm-hmm. And, and staying healthy and all the different things that we come into that, that are present in this world that we're not really aware of that kind of like can set us back or you know or maybe we're not aware of yeah so yeah. that's where I'm at what yeah I'll go you? next uh, Dembo Lawrence um, I've been working in human resources various aspects of human resources for about 11 years uh, I started off um, uh, working for a telecommunications company uh, they paid for my MBA um, so that's my first tip. If you can find a company to pay for a degree or pay for a certification, uh, do that. Even if 
the salary is not necessarily what you want, um, but I think paying for a degree, not having student loans is definitely uh, very helpful in, in career progressing. Uh, we're talking about like return on investment. Um, after I left the telecommunications company, I worked for a major university, uh, currently as a, a solutions architect, but I started uh, doing uh, technical recruiting, uh, anything related to IT, uh, infrastructure, engineering, etc. cetera. Um, and then uh, in the, uh, actually during COVID is when I actually made the switch over to IT. Uh, so I actually work in human resources information technology, uh, uh, configuring software, uh, namely Workday. Um, outside of outside of uh, that role, um, I'm also an adjunct professor at Southern Connecticut State University's business school. Um, that's another passion that I have. I really have a passion for people and helping people, helping students, uh, helping them to understand uh, different types of roles and jobs. Uh, another reason why we're all here uh, to share those different types of experiences. Um, I think that as a professor, there is a lot of uh, theoretical knowledge that's shared through textbooks, um, but a lot of practical knowledge that's missed. Um, and so my particular role at Southern is uh, being able to be an experiential uh, professor who has had experience in human resources, who can lecture on human resources in the various um, uh, uh, functional areas of, of HR. Um, outside of that, um, I just launched Brown and Noir, uh, so proud plug. I don't do shameless plugs, <laughs> but proud plug. Um, this year's uh, Men of Color Flash Mob is going to be held at Yale University on uh, September uh, Saturday, September 16th. Um, that's going to be at 1230, and um, that's going to be on Hill House Avenue. So whoever wants to come, we're all going to be dressed, uh, sh sharing um, networking, sharing our successes, and it's really a moment for us to unify as men. Um, I'm, I, the open, it's an open invite to everyone, um, anyone who's an ally that wants to show up in a, in a suit, uh, dressed, to the, dressed to impress, and uh, there's an after-party uh, networking event at Jack's Steakhouse at around 2 o'clock, 2.30 on the 16th. Ladies, you're more than welcome to come and join us at the networking event, um, and there are a few other uh, things that I'd like to share um, later on regarding the flash mob and other renditions of the flash mob. Uh, but that's pretty much my wheelhouse. I think if I look at uh, working at Yale, uh, working at Southern, uh, the, the Brown and Noir, um, it's really a, a culmination of a passion for people and helping people to kind of cultivate their skills, getting those skills on their resumes, helping students to learn what they want to do for a living and have a passion and excitement for that. And really just um, trying to help Connecticut's future uh, continue to grow and prosper. I feel like I gotta redo mine now. Adol <laughs> <laughs> had it. He had it. He had it. He had it scripted. He was waiting. I was like, I've done this. I've done this. So many introductions. I was all sure. Adol had. He was all. He was scripted. He was ready to go. It's like as you as you guys follow along and, and uh, sit around, you'll you'll definitely see the different type of personalities. And some of us speak a lot more than other ones. Better with better with um. The public speaking, no, but um, no, no, it's all good stuff, right? So, but like, right? So it's it's called the, the podcast is called Brothers Unbound for a reason, but um, let's let's get into a little bit of what our why is for wanting to do a podcast and and the um the demographic of the people that we're trying to reach. Um, go ahead, what's 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 your why for wanting to jump into the podcast? 
I would say the why for me is like when you do these certain types of let's say podcasts or again like public speaking yeah growing up going through school it was never a strong <laughs> suit for me it yeah, still isn't still right? right yeah but again now that I think about it then I think about what I'm trying to do outside of work right so like my career that I have currently it's a great career but is it something that I see myself doing for the next 40 50 years is it like my real passion no it's not yeah so I feel like in order for me to really kind of like break through on my other my my passion business is learning how to again speak more in public become more comfortable with the camera that's the selfish part of it yeah the other part of it I see is when I look um like for my kids mm-hmm. you know god forbid something happens to me later on in the future and they want to look back and say what was dad like mm. you yeah. know what what were his thought processes about certain things what what would he think or how, how would he respond in a situation like this yeah so i think this will give give a give me an outlet to kind of show the type of man that i am the way that i process certain decisions mm-hmm. and the way that i lead my life every single day or i try to yeah and be an example so i think those two different things are the reason why I was like, all right, let's like you presented it, you brought it along, Dre, which I'm grateful for because if it was left up to me, I'm over here like, ah, do this, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not ready for a podcast. So thank you for getting this going, learning your. Uh, he already has a certificate. <laughs> <laughs> Producer and engineer. Producer engineer. No, nah, it it's just one of those things. We just we just had to do it, right? Because if mm-hmm. we just kept pushing it out, pushing it out, it yeah. was never it was never gonna happen. So we just had to. We had to jump in. It's all of our first time. This is the first episode. There's going to be some flaws, some some mishaps, but whatever. It is yeah. what it is, right? We're going to learn as we go, and it's just, it's just like life, right? Yeah. You learn learn from the mistakes, so that's what we're going to do. Yeah. How about D? What's your, what's your why? Yeah, I mean, I have so many whys. I think... Um, let's keep it. Let's keep it. To- <laughs> <laughs> I have so many whys, but I think um, the biggest thing that we all talk about is that we're all, like, first in our families, right? Like first experience um you know uh higher higher level degrees going through that process uh first in programs really with no one really to talk to us or help us got uh, help guide us through like what those jobs what that program looks like um that degree or what have you right so like i mean throughout the the decade and a half of our friendships we've all shared with each other like what's it like in doing this what's it like going to bay path and, mm-hmm. and going through your occupational therapy program uh what's it like going through my the many nights that i cried and slammed down my laptop going, <laughs> going through my mba program um while working while having a child etc right um and i think like sharing that with other people even on like the panel discussions that i've been on for like 30 minutes you always have someone coming up to you like wow like i didn't want to come here today but i appreciated hearing your perspective. I'm a single mom right now trying to get my PhD and I think about quitting every single day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then for everyone else out there that still doesn't know what they want to do, there are so many different types of jobs out there, so many loopholes, so many ways to have a better return on your investment. Um, thinking about student loans versus the salary that can be produced from the program that you go through and not or not having to go through student loans, get apprenticeship programs, etc. I think like all of that knowledge should be shared because it's only held within pockets of people that have that exposure, have that access, right? Yeah. So that's that's definitely a part of uh, why, my why. Yeah. So so for me, it's right. You always hear like, 
you hear conversations of people talking about struggles that that people of color or men of color mm-hmm. go through, like trying to get through their careers, everyday struggles, right? But yeah. most of the time you hear that it's like for millionaires, people on TV. Yeah. So I was like, it sounds great coming from them, but it's like they have already reached their goal and got to where they got to. Right. Um, but I think it's important for people to hear from people like us who are still in the trenches yeah. and trying to make it out. Yeah, like so, that midway point. Thing, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think this is a great platform for us to, to get that stuff out there and let, and let people know that they're not alone. Yeah. Right. Because we, we're dealing with what same stuff that they're dealing with. We're not past that point yet. Yeah. So that's that's kind of my why I wanted to do it. Just 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 getting the message out there that we all kind of have these struggles and, and need to get through them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. Actually, before we before we even hopped on here, we were kind of having a little uh, sidebar conversation, and we were talking about mental health, mm. right? And how like within our communities is not something that's that's really spoken about, and that's kind of what we're hoping to to tailor our our podcast, Brothers Unbound, around. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's just it's it's like a it's taboo, right? It's not grown. I'm sure none of us growing up, right? You didn't go home and talk about how you were express how you were feeling, like yeah. whether you were down or whatever it was. Because if you did, it'd be like, suck it up. Yeah. What, what the hell are you crying about? Like, yeah. Deal with it, right? So that's another reason, right? We just got to get the message out there. Yeah, I was actually listening to a podcast yesterday, um, and they're talking about like toxic masculinity, right? Mm-hmm. And I think like in defining toxic masculinity, the toxic part is what's damaging to you or damaging to other people, right? Being masculine is not toxic mm-hmm. itself. But like you said, like keeping it all in, bottling it up, right. not talking about it, that's damaging to you because you're going to find an outlet, whether negative or positive, it's, right? It's going to be more than likely it's going to be negative. Yeah, right. more than likely. Yeah. So I think that's where uh, the the old school, old school of thought of what it meant to be masculine or tough is, is should sort of be debunked by now in 2023 with all the mental health. Um, information that's out there, right? Being able to find an outlet like therapy, things of that nature. Yeah. Yeah, but it still, still kind of isn't right because think about it. It's still ingrained in us, right? In the back yeah. of our minds, we're yeah. not. It's not going to be something you're just going to get rid of in a day or two. Or yeah, just, that's just true. because, that's true, yeah. just because you hear like people talking about it more, but you're not, right? It's just not like a flip of the switch. You're still going to be struggling with that. Yeah. Like, am I going to be judged if I express how I feel or being vulnerable? Mm. Right, so I, I think that's probably where a lot of the struggle comes comes from. Yeah, right, and it comes down to culturally. Right. Yeah, culture. Yeah, that's where it's absolutely one hundred percent. I mean, black, Puerto Rican, whatever the case Jamaican, is, right? Jamaican, right? What is it? It's always no. You're like you got to be <laughs> yeah. stoic. Yeah, you got to yeah. be. Now you don't. What were we taught? You don't show emotion. Put yeah. your boots on, strap them up, and keep moving. Like let's yeah. go. So like, but then you think about it, you know, as time goes on, you're like, you know, some people had outbursts. I know when I was younger, you know, I had a hot ass temper. Right. I would, I would fight all the time. <laughs> then my brother would be like, you're going to get in trouble one day. I, I don't care. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But it's like, all right, well, if someone, if, if all of our, like our culture, our appearance, again, if our, if our, our parents are coming from Jamaica or they're coming from Puerto Rico, it, they're not, they don't know. Yeah. You think about like where we are in, in time, you know, it's mental health wasn't a thing. Like right. go to work, make money, raise kids, that's it. Mental yeah. health was nothing. It was, it it was, was survival, yeah. right? Like you didn't have time you to do anything about mental. You didn't have time to think yeah. and ponder and 
Oh, I'm feeling it. No, get your ass up, go to work, do what yeah. you do. That's why, that's why when Demo said we're the first, right? Because we, we kind of, we really are, right? We're, we're setting that, we're setting the bar. Yeah. On how to do what our families right. look like, how we're cultivating with the future of our family, the vision that we have for our families, all that stuff. But going back to your point, when I think about Jamaican culture, I actually, I, again, yesterday I read that Jamaica has the most churches per capita in the world. And so what I grew up in is like, you got the Bible thrown at you first and <laughs> or we're going to pray about it yeah. versus like talking about like mental health, what that behavior was, what that outburst was, even developmentally appropriate shit, right? Like going through puberty, mm-hmm. s- sexual shit, whatever it is like, yeah, like we're, we're going to pray about it or you're going to, or, or I'm going to send your ass back to Jamaica, <laughs> right? So yeah. Um, yeah, like to your point, it's like it's either a matter of survival or a matter of like what that cultural uh, uh, aspect was, what that thing that grounded you, whether it was the Bible or going to church or whatever the case may be, but it never was satisfying what or defining what that mental health thing is. And then if you, if you think about it, it's more so like us being more self-aware and saying, wait, maybe I do have a little bit more anxiety. Maybe yeah. I, because a lot of people are like, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm yeah. good. I just yeah. go through. I just go yeah. through. I said that for how, how how long? I just go through that. I you know I'm good. Don't worry about it. I'll get over it. This is what I do. This is how. And like people, I think that's the first step, and it's the first step with many things. Is is if if you don't realize you have a problem, then the problem's never going to get addressed. And I think that's where a lot of people are. The older generation, they don't think they have a problem. I've been like this my entire life, so I'm good. Right. Yeah. I mean, so I have a follow up question for you. What made you more self aware? Uh, I think it's more just introspection and and mm. wanting to know why why I behave certain ways. Yeah, reading reading stuff, listening to different things, and then just I think my personality, in in and of itself, is I'm already a thinker. Mm-hmm. So I like to think deeper about things. I like to think steps ahead. I'm like, okay, well, like, why do I act a certain way? Like, and it brings up to like my childhood stuff too. Like. Again, my brother brings up stuff, or you know, again, my dad passed away. So it's like, you know, it's it's yeah. I think I don't know. I think it's more so just me wanting to know and inquisitive about it, yeah. as opposed mm-hmm. to just saying no. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. You actually, actually, I actually thought about that when you uh, spoken before, and you had said that you wanted to, you wanted your children to know if anything ever happened to you, mm-hmm. you wanted your children to know who you were as. A father right yeah. and I was like man I, I know what that was connected to I already thought about that right yeah. and that's a part of like who we are as men that makes actually makes me emotional because that's a part of who we are as men none of us grew up with our fathers for various reasons right. but we all have to be trailblazers of what fatherhood looks like in each mm-hmm. of our respective families mm-hmm. and something drives that right like I think about my lack of father and why like I show for my son the way that I said from the day my son was born, regardless of mm-hmm. whatever happened in whatever relationship, I said, I never want my son to experience what an absent father feels like because it sucked as a kid in terms mm-hmm. of identity up to, all the way up till I graduated uh, college. Mm-hmm. I was like, who am I as a man? Because mm-hmm. I don't have, I only have the identity from my mother. I don't have that really an identity from my father, you know? Yeah, I have, I have, you know, I have my brother who's a great role model, my brother-in-law. So I had certain guys, but it's. It's nothing like it. Yeah. Your own, your own yeah. father, like yeah. your own dad that you yeah. knew that. No, it's like yeah. they got. My brother had his kids, 
my brother-in-law's had, you know, he's my brother-in-law. He's like my, he's like my real brother. I consider him my real brother. But then they have their family, so it's like, all right, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, didn't have that full that full time. Yeah, I hear, no, I hear it was like little bits and pieces. Yeah, so then, then you think about like I, going off of what you said. As I always say this to the day is, I will be the greatest man that my daughter will ever know. Yeah. There's a hundred. There's that is my goal. My goal in life for both my girls and even for my obviously for my wife. Absolutely. I tell her I will be the greatest man you will ever know. Yeah. And I mean it like wholeheartedly. Like that is my goal. Yeah. So like providing wise, being there. Stuff like that. It's like so. Then I think that's where I give. I go in. I'm like, I need to do more. I need to make more. Yeah. I need to provide more. I was like, oh, right now what I have is good, but I need more because I yeah. want my kids to have more. And yeah. I know we deserve it. Right. You know you, I mean? you work. You bust your ass, right? So you 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 want to have those the luxuries, but at the same time, right? You want to be like you said. You you want your daughters to see the best man possible from you the greatest man right so <laughs> but yeah it's legit for me my my reason is different right because my dad was in the same fucking town literally mm. across across town so my, for me it was always i'm gonna be a better man mm. i'm gonna be a better father i'm gonna be everything that i didn't have growing up in a, a father figure that's what i'm going to be yeah i don't know how to do it I'll learn and, and I'll be the, the best that I can be, but I always knew I was going to just like, I knew what not to do. Yeah. That's yeah. how I know yeah. what, almost what to do because yeah. right, I, knew, I knew what not to do. But um, it's, it's, it's crazy. There's, there's a quote that I always, I, always, uh, I always go by. is be who you needed to be when you were growing up. Yeah. yeah. I love that quote. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know what I mean? It's like, man, if I had me when I was growing up. <laughs> <Right, right? laughs> but but the, it's true. Like, think yeah. about it, right? Think that, like the knowledge you could have dropped on your younger self like i mean granted we're all in great spots mm-hmm. right for you know not having having that father figure around i mean we're all we have great careers careers not jobs yeah and we're all great fathers yeah which is you know all you can ask for more than we could say about yeah. our predecessors yeah yeah and so, you know by happens chance or by by just bad decision making right yeah yeah. I mean, granted, we make bad decisions. We, oh, we're, yeah. we're, not, we're not perfect. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's not, no what, doubt. That's not yeah. what we're trying to say. We're not trying to say we're perfect, but we, you know, we, we make the mistakes and we, we have our struggles within our, whether it be within our relationships or our ass fathers, but we learn from them and, and we move on. Yeah. Right. You know, it's not, not for, not for a lack of trying. That's, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But, so. Yeah, I br- think, um, when uh, when I think about our friendships and I think about like what we all have in common, right? We always talk about like sports and all that stuff growing up together. It's like we grew up scrappy, like we grew up like with a chip on our shoulders, and like that just translates to like hunger, like curiosity, like you said, like wanting more, like never being sad, and that like that's what we all have in common is like we're all never satisfied with like our current circumstance. Right. Right, I, I think I talked to Eric just about like every six weeks, like <laughs> right, like yeah, and it's yeah. it, it's not a bad thing. It's legit. Like that's what keeps us striving for more. And like, unfortunately or unfortunately, that's what differentiates us from a lot of other right. other people, right? And and many other people that are like us. But I think um, we think about like this podcast. Like I think that's what's going to be really special about this podcast is that we're going to be able to share a lot of those experiences with younger people that are right behind us um we talk about access and wanting more like the the people that we're exposed to 
working in our different environments and like the shit that we learn from them that should be cast like that we all talk about that should, but should be cascaded to everybody else i think that's what's going to really make this podcast special i mean shit it's not going to just be the younger there's going to be people in our age group oh yeah absolutely who are just going to be like fuck i go through the same shit and like i'm trying to figure out how to deal with it and these dudes that's the, they just hit the nail on the head I, now yeah. i know what I, I know how to tackle that obstacle that i was just facing yeah so it's it's gonna be crazy i mean i think brothers unbound will be a place where we talk transparently um and vulnerably about like our experiences and the unbound piece is really there's no restrictions towards our conversations it's really like open open book right Uh, we'll talk about fatherhood family we'll talk about career um we'll share our particular uh experiences yeah that's what i think of yeah Uh, i think brothers unbound yeah like basically everything that you you mentioned just us diving through different scenarios different situations that we've been through places where we don't know how to manage Mm. but maybe we acknowledge it and then in another episode we come back and be like hey this is what we found out this is how oh we're yeah yeah. yeah circle back circle back to it um yeah i think it's just us having a place of of of, of release almost you know yeah. what i mean it's our own i'm not gonna say our own therapy session but like it's yes yeah. it's, it's it is those yeah, i was like that, this conversation really i was like is. about to shed some tears I mean, it, it, it is i think it's a good spot and i think if more got more men were able to just openly talk about stuff that they keep bottled in, you know. There, I mean, who knows how it's going to affect your life? It may, it may affect it for the, I mean, more positive. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I would think something along those lines. Yeah, I kind of fall in line with both of you, right? For me, I think it's, um, it's definitely going to create a space to be to be vulnerable. Um, we talked talked mental health and, and the therapy. Elise is going to get mad at me for saying this because she says it's not my fault, but I failed at therapy. <laughs> 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 I tried it. It didn't work out for, for, for multiple reasons, but she's like, you didn't fail. It's not your fault, but... It's the therapist's fault. Right. <laughs> so I think it, it, this is the opportunity to kind of kick kickstart me going back and, and having vulnerable conversations and, and just kind of opening up and, and doing those type of things. Yeah. Yeah, there's, a, there's definitely a piece regarding therapy. So I've been to uh, like two renditions of therapy, right? I've been to uh, therapy, like talk therapy, and that was like 18-month... 18 month spree uh, post divorce and definitely needed it. I needed to really uncover a lot of the behaviors and, and own a lot of my own shit. After that, like even now, I, I think like in the last four weeks, I've contacted 17 therapists. It is hard to get a therapist, mm-hmm. right? Especially like a male, yeah. male of color. Like if I really try to find a therapist that is culturally uh alike or or even just a person of color mm-hmm. it's very very hard yeah um and so i don't know if there's an answer to that i don't know if someone out there has an answer but i think um that really that really dampens or or hinders people that are trying to look out for a therapist or, or trying to contact a therapist it's very hard to try to find one do you think that matters whether they're same race or same gender as you Oh, absolutely. I, I think I think that it matters in terms of um, not having to really spell out a lot of the context that happens for some of us as people of color. Mm-hmm. But one of my best therapists uh, was like a 78-year-old Italian lady. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think culturally, 
if you look at culturally uh, uh, people that just say what's on their mind or are very direct, Italians and Jamaicans are very alike. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't mind. I, I actually very much like the way that she challenged me as, as like challenged my behaviors, challenged the things that I did um, or the things that I was like talking to her about. But I, I think trying to find someone like her is kind of what I've been looking for. And that has been a failure. So I have Why would you like, stop with her? Huh? Why did you stop going to her? Uh, she, she retired. Wow. Yeah. See, uh, so I don't, I don't know if I necessarily agree because my, uh, my failure was with a black dude around, oh, really? around the same age who I thought would be able to relate and uh, empathize, mm. right? But he didn't hold me accountable. Mm. And I think that was the biggest issue, right? Yeah. I, I need someone who's probably going to be a little bit more firm. And if that's an old white lady... Yeah. Then, then that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't have those. It doesn't, need, it didn't need to be a Puerto Rican male. I knew it needed to be a male. Yeah. 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 Why a male? Um, probably some of the same, same reasons, but I don't know. I don't. I mean, I just felt more comfortable. I guess. Yeah. In a sense, everybody in my life. I have four sisters. <laughs> okay, okay. So I talk to my sisters every day. I talk to my wife. Every, you know, I needed. A male perspective. Another male, male perspective, perspective yeah. that would have, you know, not saying that no, the males in in my in my life right now don't listen, but it, I needed an unbiased person. Unbiased, yeah. And it's more so, I think like when you break it down like to the root root causes of certain things. Yeah. I don't think it to me it didn't really. It didn't really matter if they were Puerto Rican or. Yeah. Yeah, I was just I was listening to them saying I was just like well. My dude, he just was like, it was like willy nilly. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're going there, and just, you see, you see how yeah. the first couple sessions are. Yeah. You, feel, you get a feel for the type, like you said, type. You see, just in yeah. Your it's, it, yeah, I think it's a matter of personality, yeah. right? Like it's definitely not cloaked behind. A, like I know what I, I know. I need someone who's gonna be like accountable. Yeah, but like stringent. How, well, what scent though? And what, just, you, just what you're looking for. What are you looking so, for? So right, obviously, like you, 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 you go to a therapist once you, you've been with them long enough, right? They give you, we'll call it, quote unquote homework assignments yeah right yeah and holding you to it and not be like oh i didn't i didn't do it because i was i was on my part i was kind of half-assing it too so he yeah. wasn't calling me out like oh why you didn't do it yeah yeah. So what right. it was just like oh, all right we'll just we'll do it we'll get it done next session so you, it just keeps dragging out right? yeah so yeah. i'm never i'm yeah, never so dealing with the issue so what were you expecting him to say because he's not he's not he's not going to hold your hand I'm not asking him to hold my hand, but he also wasn't holding me accountable, mm. right? Because you think, think about it, right? Well, like no. I said, because right, I was going there already reluctant about being vulnerable. Yeah, the assignment was to be vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like it's not something that I was just just going to do. So, so the way that he responded to you was too well, passive. Okay, so you were, so what were you looking? You were I just I, first of all, that's why I'm saying it's not his, it's not all his fault. That's what I'm saying. It's, I'm trying it's to get it. <laughs> no, that's, that's, why, that's why I say what I, I failed it. it that's not all his, it's not all his fault. It's my fault too, right? Because I didn't go. I went there Cause you're with, my guard, up, with my, my guard up, right? So And I wasn't willing to take it down. I, yeah. At that point in time in my life when I was going to see the therapist, I wasn't ready to be vulnerable. I think that's what it is. I don't think it was. That's, what, that's where I was trying to get at. It's both though, yeah. right? Because it, it is also his job to draw that out. Mm. And ask the right questions to cultivate exactly yeah, yeah. to cultivate and ask the right questions and, and draw that out. So if he's not doing that, I'm not gonna just come. I'm not gonna just come sit down and just tell you everything. So it's a, it's I mean, a two it's a two way it's a two way street. Yeah, 
I I I agree, and, and like I guess um, our definitions of accountability, each of our definitions of accountability can be different, right? But like I think like when I say accountability, w- what I loved about my therapist was that she kind of had no filter. Like mm-hmm. she'd be like, "Do you feel like that was a smart thing to do?" Right, and I'm like. Someone calls you out. Mm, yeah, no. Someone, someone <laughs> right? calls you out. And I yeah. think it's like all of us have strong personalities, right? Like we all can definitely be like gentle and come off like smooth, etc. But like when we're handling our business or when we have our thoughts, our thoughts are really constructed behind like our strong personalities. We're all pretty driven, right? So you need that person that's not afraid to challenge that stronger personality. Yeah. And I think that's what I, I need out of a therapist. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, maybe you try to put it all on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. I know it's a, it's a two way street, but at the same, so it was it was him and me. It was both of us. I wasn't. I was. I don't think I was necessarily ready to be. So why don't you give him another try? I won't. I'll go to someone else. I'm not. I don't know if it makes sense for me to go back right to now. him. Because I, I think I need to try something yeah. else. Okay. I need to go a different approach. The, the worst thing, I, I think the worst thing is, I think uh, I went through a spree of like three or four different therapists. And it's like the worst thing is trying to get through the first fucking one, two, three sessions mm-hmm. where you're telling them everything over again. Mm-hmm. And like, I hate that. It's, it's like dating. Yeah. Like you're yeah. freaking telling the same fucking story yeah. over and over what, again. What'd you say again? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. That's not what I said. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what I said. You're just hoping for that breakthrough. Like, yeah. can I get to the fourth? Can I just fast forward to the fourth session to where you really start helping me define things and, and exactly. get through things? That's right? where I'm at. I'm only yeah. like a session, like a couple sessions in, but it's like. That's why I just went in. I was like, this yeah. is what you're going to get, bro. <laughs> this, you this, is what, this is what I need. This is where I'm at. This is my headspace. Yeah. Yeah, but see, you're there, you're there now. You help me figure it out. Yeah. Because I need someone to help me figure it out. So right now I can't figure it out on myself and I've tried and I've been spinning my wheels. So mm-hmm. I was like, just 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 put me somewhere on the path where I could just at least see a little bit more clear and block out some of this ex- like external noise that I don't really that I'm paying attention to, but I don't I ne- don't necessarily alright. I shouldn't necessarily listen to. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's what stops us, I think, this, a lot of the times. I was going it was three years ago. I was I wasn't in the headspace that I'm in now, right? Three years doesn't sound like a lot, but the, a lot. The, the growth that happened. Well, you're talking about all through all through COVID. Too. COVID, yeah. Mm. So like that changes your entire yeah. perspective. Me yeah. and my wife talk about when COVID was terrible mm. right, for a majority of people, but yeah, for for my wife and myself, well, my wife in particular, there was a time where she was able to stay at home, and it's like. You get out of the rat race, mm-hmm. and we always talk about it, like just getting out of. You're like, I need, I need to be home more. Yeah, I need to figure out a different career path that's gonna allow me to be home, enjoy everything that I've already earned. Yeah, and not working like a freaking slave every single yeah. day. Yeah, that's why we need to get this compound. I'm telling you. <laughs> I sent you the thing. Get this compound. To Texas, well, we gotta go to Texas though. Denver, you gonna Tennessee. Have to, they got places in Tennessee. Denver, you're gonna have to develop a little bit of a green thumb. Not too much, is a little bit. Maybe cut the grass. Ah, uh, yeah, I could. <laughs> we'll get you a rider. I could do that. I get give me a horse. I'd be good too. Mm, I'd be a horse in my rifle. They can run the perimeter. Legit yeah. though, but no. So yeah, I think. Uh, for the first episode, fellas, I think this was a good one. We'll wrap it up. We'll see. Uh, 
hopefully everyone tunes in and, and, and jumps on the bandwagon and, and kind of gets on the vulnerability train with the, <laughs> yeah. with, with the brothers what, and 